0: Welcome. I'm Janessa Durrani, a midlife mom of two crazy teen boys and the host of A Daily Practice, an online community for women who, like me, are on a journey to their what's next. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I will share my tips, tricks, and hacks to help you dream big and implement small to make the most of your busy days. And I would love for you to pop into a daily practice and check out all that it has to offer. Happy New Year, my friends. Is it even possible that it is 2022? I keep thinking that it is now 2021. I'm still seemingly stuck. It's a good thing I don't write checks because I would still be writing 2020 on each of them. So... What do I want to talk about today? I want to tell you all about my birthday retreat that I took at the beginning of December. And I think it's a cautionary tale, my tale of my solo retreat, and one that I hope that you have not been stuck in the same rut that I was. I recently was reading something and someone said, the author was talking about, what is the one thing you miss most about your life from before children. And it was really hard. I couldn't even think of anything that I was really missing. Outside of sleeping in, I really do miss the ability to sleep in. Even when given the opportunity, I still now wake up early. Um, But one of the things that I was thinking about is that I have not been alone without having to worry about other people's needs, wants, and desires, since actually before meeting my husband. It hasn't been since I was like 24 years old when I was the only one that I had to take care of or have a care of what they're doing and planning around someone and so forth. And that is tiring. And while we were on our road trip this summer, it came up the fact that I was going to be celebrating my 50th birthday. And my husband's like, oh, is that like something we should celebrate? That isn't just something that comes to his mind. Um, One of my friends was having her husband was having a big party for her. He's like, do you want us to have a big party for you? And I was like, that's a resounding no for so many reasons, one of which is I am a retired event planner. I could not possibly have a party planned for me and not do it. They were like, what do you want? And my husband's like, do you want jewelry? No. Have you noticed I don't wear the jewelry I own already? No. What I want and what I told them I wanted on the spot was I want to be alone. But that's really, that's all I wanted is to go away. And he's like, okay, so where do you want to go? And I was like, seriously, I could go to the La Quinta Inn in Andover, like a mile from our house and be perfectly happy. It's not about where I'm going. It's about being alone. Am I alone in wanting to be alone? Like craving it and just some space. And if you remember, I went on a 40 day road trip with my family where i was within arm's length of all four well all three of them 24/7 and we spent 210 hours in the car alone so i it isn't even so much as a deserve but yes i do i deserve to be by myself and each of my family members really does kind of retreat on their own all the time. And they're not of worry on what everyone else needs. I'm the only one that has that worry. And that constant nagging in the back of my head of like, oh, I could rest now, but oh, there are 17,000 other things that I could be doing. So first, I just had to set a date. And this is the thing. I have lots of brilliant ideas, but when it comes to doing the work, that's always where the rub is, right? So I I kind of kept putting it off for finding that perfect weekend when we didn't have something to do and that it was close enough to my birthday that I felt like it was my birthday. And, and you get it. Like, even though this is my jam, this is what I talk about, I struggle with the same things. So I set a date. And then I started looking at places to go and for me it boiled down to these I wanted to be near water preferably the ocean I wanted it to be a very quiet place I wanted not to have to deal with and this is why I ruled out Airbnbs I didn't want to like pick up the keys here and strip the beds here and clean this here I i I didn't want to work i'm I was trying to kind of get away from that, but yet I did want to be able to make my own meals as you know, I eat flour and sugar free eating out is fine now and again, but to eat out I think it was I was gonna be gone for like seven or eight meals. It didn't interest me to go out to all of those meals and so forth and and so I wanted a kitchen, so I wanted to have a space that was like a hotel with a kitchen on the water and it was completely quiet and I found it. The Ocean View Motel and it was perfect. So in the fact that it had a sitting area and table and chairs, <clears throat> it had um, a king size bed and a bathtub and a kitchen And as it turns out, I was the only one there. So, and it was not walking distance to the ocean, but I had a beautiful view of the ocean and I could get to the ocean within, actually the harbor side and the ocean side within two or three minutes. So that's where I ended up going. So I packed up kind of everything I could think of. I was sure that I was going to have just a deep dive of brilliance. I took my roll of tracing paper and Sharpies and I took art supplies and I took books and I took a magazine and I took all the food that I needed and I took um, a face mask and I took bath bombs. Like I was going to revel in pure bliss on this retreat. And so I packed up and I drove down got there and went and saw the sunset when I got there. And I was like, this is awesome. On Saturday morning, I went, this was probably my, my biggest win while I was there, is there is a dunes trail that is, I think two miles to the ocean from the starting point, from the trailhead, and it's all through sand. So you're really just following footsteps to the ocean, and it's up huge dunes and down and over. It's seemingly like you're in a Star Wars movie. And, And the whole time I was doing it, I thought to myself, my family wouldn't make it like 10 steps into this. And I am so glad that I can do this and not have everyone complaining every moment and every step of the way. That being said, way before I had children, Sam and I, with friends, went to Wellfleet, which is just shy of churro, and we went to a similar beach where it was this gigantic dune. Like You park and you walk down this huge dune to the beach, and I was over 300 pounds at the time. And the whole time as I'm walking down those dunes, I was like, Oh my God, I don't think I'm going to be able to get up from here. Like I literally was hyperventilating. Like I'm never going to be able to walk back up this dune. And I've had like PTSD from that day. Cause I did clearly I'm not still on the beach, but talk about beach whale. I really, it was a struggle to get up. So I hearkened back to that time when I was on this on this trail of like, I, I'm here by myself. There's no one here to help me. And what if I can't get back up one of these dunes? But then I remembered that I no longer weigh over 300 pounds and that I can do this. And gosh darn it, I did do it. I was like so flipping proud of myself when I got to the ocean and I was like, I made it here up and over and down and around and through and made it all the way back. And it was a four freaking mile round trip hike all on sand. And I did it. And that was probably the highlight. These are the things that kind of I struggled with and or I learned from this experience. And one of them was no one called me. For the first time ever in leaving my family, they did not call me and I did not call them. And you know what? Everyone was fine. Actually, I think everyone was better. I think when I do call home, typically, then my husband is like freaking out that I'm going to disapprove of what they're doing and so forth, which you know is all screens and all McDonald's the whole time. So it's just better just not to be part of that equation. I just needed it to be simple. Like, I didn't need to make this complicated. I was looking at one house that was gorgeous, that was like a mid-century modern house and so forth. But for two nights stay, it was going to be $1,000. And I was like, I don't need a $1,000 accommodations. I'm one person who really just wants to sit in a room by herself. I had a really hard time disconnecting. When I got there, I texted my husband, two of my friends and my brother with the view from my hotel and said, I'm here. And now, and then my brother said, now put your phone away and enjoy yourself. But I couldn't do that. I just couldn't. Like that was hard. And part of me was using the excuse that I needed to share my experience with others because I do think that we don't allow ourselves I had a really high expectation. Remember when I said that when I packed, I packed art supplies and all this work stuff and books and and so forth. I really had this thought that I would just walk into the door of this retreat and the ideas would start flooding and I would just be overcome with ideas and and brilliance. And that was not the case. It was kind of a struggle. I was, I was worried about being bored. I am not someone who gets bored because at home I have a lot to do always. But when I didn't have all of those things to do and really was not going to work, work while I was gone, I really was, there was this panic of like, Oh, what am I going to do? And, and just being still was hard I also learned that I cannot wait 25 more years to do this. I've always said that I wanted to be that person who could vacation alone. And there was guilt, my own self-inflicted and not giving myself permission to be able to do this. And to what end? I need to kind of replenish, recharge so that I can be a better mom and a better partner and a better community member and a better human. How can I give myself a retreat every day? What would a daily retreat look like? And right now I'm toying with going week by week and just testing out a few things in the new year of like, I have kind of my mini retreat every morning, where I have my morning pages and meditation in my daily walk. But really, when I need that retreat, that decompress time is really between like five and six at night. And what can I do at five, between five and six, where I can like disconnect? And what would a weekly retreat look like? And for me, I think that would be an artist state. Some place leaving here and going out in the world for two hours to reconnect to myself with something creative? And then what can I do on a monthly basis? And that is, I'm thinking, kind of marking out a full day from my calendar, like not work, work, like regular transactional work, but having that kind of space and time to think of things Um, again, on new programming and new ideas and, and so forth. And then I would, I am planning on doing this solo retreat quarterly. One of the lessons I learned is that it has to be longer. Two nights. I went on Friday. I got there like Friday afternoon at three and I was home Sunday at three and 48 hours was not enough. I need at least 72. So I need three nights because even though it was really hard for me to disconnect at the beginning, at the end, I was like in the zone, total quiet, ready to like actually dig in. And then it was time to go home, which was kind of, was kind of exciting in its own way of just being able to get to that place and know that it is possible. I guess what I want to tell you is, oh my goodness, you guys, you need to do this and it might look completely different for you. So these are the things I want you to think about. What do you need in the way of space and time? When can you put that on your calendar? And that's what I would ask for you to do right now is even if it's just once this year, I want you to put it on your calendar right now. March 13th, I'm going. And then worry about where it is you're going. But you have to set the date. And that's what I did. Like you have to set a deadline. There's no perfect time. Things are going to come up and so forth. So set a time and set a location. And then work backwards on like, what do you need while you were there? Some You might want to be pampered and have all of your meals made for you and have spa activities and so forth. I think that silence is golden. And this was an amazing opportunity to be alone with my own thoughts and see what came up. So, so do it for yourself and start planting the seeds now. So those that depend on you will know that, you know, for me, I always look that my family is going to have like, oh, yay, she's going away. We can do this. Um, It's not always treated like that, but. By the end of 2022, when I've gone away four times, they'll be really used to this. So do me this favor and write down the date. Write down an idea of what, where that might be and put it in your calendar. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you'll take time for yourself in the new year to apply your caring spirit to yourself. You deserve it. There is nothing to be guilty about. And if you're ready to set your intentions that will stick in the new year, I invite you to my Vision 2022 Intuitive Retreat for the new year. This is a virtual event on January 5th, where we will create an intuitive vision board for your 2022. It will be offered within the daily practice community, And the event and the community are currently both free to join. Check out today's show notes for all the links you need.